Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. I'm Hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you're enjoying the lead-up to Super Bowl 57. Once again, I shouldn't have to say it, we are all rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. No Dallas Cowboys fans should be rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles. I never want to tell you what to do, but please do not root for the Philadelphia Eagles. You know who you do root for in every single way? DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus Ware is one of our favorites here at Blogging the Boys. I've been very fortunate to sit down with him a number of times. I actually sat down with him just a few weeks ago in the lead-up to the Cowboys playoff game, playoff win on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thanks to our friends at Sleep Number, I was able to have another conversation with DeMarcus on Wednesday afternoon, so we're dropping it here for you as a part of our BTB interview series. You can also watch this interview on the Blog on the Boys YouTube channel. I did remember to turn my camera on for the entire thing. We are scheduled to have a few more guests for you throughout the rest of the week, so you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything else. If you're already here, you're already subscribed to the Blog on the Boys podcast network or our YouTube channel, you will get them in your feed. I don't want to spoil anything, and again, these things are always subject to change but we are scheduled to have Trayvon Diggs on Thursday afternoon among somebody else so we're very excited uh, to get to those but also very excited to get to DeMarcus where we talked obviously about the upcoming Hall of Fame announcement this time uh, I guess not tomorrow but it's possible that when you're listening to this if you get to it Thursday night or Friday or after that that DeMarcus Ware is a pro football Hall of Famer we obviously want to see that rooting for him Charles Woodson Chuck Howley those things go without saying so D Ware and I talk about that we talk about the end of the Cowboys season. Um, You know, there's this comparison that's been floating around between Dak Prescott and Tony Romo. So I figured who better to ask about that than D. Ware himself. Uh, Made an Instagram reel and a TikTok about that if you want to check those out. Uh, But let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and get to it. The latest installment of our BTB interview series. Here he is, the one and only DeMarcus Ware joins us next. Pleased to be joined by the one, the only, the legendary, the very good, great, the I mean, superfluous friend of blogging the boys. I believe my best friend in the whole world at this point in time. <laughs> you know him. You love him. It is Demarcus Ware. D. Ware. How? How does this keep happening? Welcome aboard. Thanks for joining blogging the boys during the Super Bowl week. You know, when we start talking about the boys, you know who they want talking about the boys and this you, man. So it's always a great opportunity to, you know, talk about the boys, talk about Hall of Fame, talk about football, Super Bowl and everything. So uh, it's a cool opportunity every time. Um, I'm going to get to a lot of things, obviously. I'm going to get to Sleep Number. That's why you're here. We love Sleep Number. Uh, but you actually mentioned it right before we started recording. Um, I've promised you two different things. First, I promised you that I was going to get you a DeMarcus Ware photo from my office. That is going to happen. Just, you know, but allow me to explain everything. But I, I won up that the last time we spoke because I said I got to get a jersey at this point in time. Yep. Do you know? I, and I would imagine you know, but you have a lot of people. Like when, when you're DeMarcus Ware, you, you have people for things. You're sold out. Do you, like, do you know this? Did you did you know that your jersey is sold out? Everywhere? I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know that it was sold out. But I mean, you're RJ. You see what I'm saying? RJ should be able to get a 94 jersey with all of that cowboy memorabilia back there. You should be able to get one. So here's where I'm at. I've got a, a photo right here. 
that I found out okay, in New Jersey. Okay, so okay. I've got, Boom. I've got okay. it. But here's my thing. When I was growing up, um, they used to make jerseys. My dad has a Troy Aikman one that you could buy that would have the Pro Football Hall of Fame patch on it. And I always yeah. thought that was so cool that my dad had that. So I can't find your jersey. Um, I'm assuming that we're talking on Wednesday, February 8th. I'm assuming that things could, should, you know, I don't want to say anything, you know, go a certain way in the next 30 or so hours. And if they go a certain way, I would imagine that there will be a large influx of DeMarcus Ward jerseys in all retail stores across the world. Is that not fair to say? You know what? There will be. And then there's a good opportunity that RJ can then get one with the Hall of Fame patch on there. So hopefully it happens and you don't have to worry about the inventory being out. That's my plan. So my my pledge to you is I'm going to wait so I can have that patch because that's what it deserves. You deserve that patch on your life. Yeah. You deserve the gold jacket. You deserve the bronze bust. I've asked you about this before. We talked about it a year ago. Have mm-hmm. you allowed yourself to think about the next day and, and what it, I mean, your life could change. Like, it, like there's not, you're a father, you know what I mean? Like you've done all these sorts of things, but like your life, your the all wears in the future could change in the next 30 hours. Yeah, my life has changed a couple of times when I got drafted when I retired and now, you know, could be if I, you know, put this yellow jacket on. But the fourth one is getting a sleep number bed. That that's 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 I'm not kidding. That's that's changed my life. This has been one of those things after two neck surgeries, four back surgeries. I sleep good, man. I feel like, you know, somebody's holding me at night and I feel good and I'm able to sleep through the whole night. So uh, those are critical life-changing things that I carry on with me for sure. Um, I would definitely put sleep number in that group. Uh, you didn't mention <laughs> winning the Super Bowl. Maybe there's five if you if you count well, that. There are five. Yeah, yeah, we can add other things in there, but I'm just talking about where we are right now. Sure. Sleep number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. And currently 80% of active roster players benefit from the improved sleep performance on sleep number smart beds. I saw Cooper cup actually on good morning football, the day that you and I are talking, uh, he was talking about sleep number and he said, he's a firm guy. You've mentioned that before. Uh, it seems like if yeah. you're a, a rough and tough NFL player that you kind of like a, a firmer side of the mattress. Yeah. Um, at first I had it at around 50 and now I had, I have it cranked up to all the way hundred. I mean, it's one of those things where if it's cranked up to the firmness of 100, it still moves. It still, you know, cradles you at night. Like sometimes your your calves or your back's hurting and the bed just moves. It's almost like you're floating on a cloud or something like that. But um, that's the cool part about it. Um, and the last time we did speak, you said you were going to look into it with your wife. But I forgot. My memory is really good. You said you were going to let her know. Um, that the sleep number bed, y'all need to look into it because you said your mattress was a little messed up. I don't know why, but you got to look into it. Um, you do have a great memory. Um, you're actually kind of a part of my my household. You know, you recommended a movie that my wife and I did watch, uh, you know, yep. within our home. You obviously impacted our, our sleep number conversation. Uh, now there's a purchase that's going to be made in your honor, obviously. And you know what? A donation <laughs> to charity. Whatever charity DeMarcus Ware chooses, we'll also uh, get that going because it, ha- it has been way too long at this point in time. Um, you, you mentioned the last time we spoke, it was ahead of the Cowboys playoff win on the road against the Buccaneers. Um, It was just an incredible week that obviously ended, you know, six days later when they lost to San Francisco. What were your impressions from from the Cowboys playoff win? Did did they kind of live up to what you thought they could be? I mean, it it had been a very, very long time since they had won a road playoff game, as you well know. Uh, Was it cool? Were the vibes great for you to see Mike and everybody have a good time? It it was great to see the vibe of the team, to see Micah, to see DeMarcus Lawrence, see the guys leading, especially like the offensive guys and, to, you know, see Dak play like he did, 
and to be able to win a game with authority, knowing that the game before it was a little bit of challenge, a big challenge with all, with the interceptions, and then the game after that, you know, you saw them revert back, and it's one of those things where you see the team and how they should play, and if they play that way, I mean, ninety percent of the time they win football games and they'll get further on. But if you turn the football over, it doesn't matter how good you are and how good you play, you'll lose games to, you know, San Fran. Um, which they should have won and still could have won. It's really frustrating, obviously. A lot of Cowboys fans still, like, moping around after the team lost to the 49ers for the second year in a row. I am, too. I don't know if you've seen this. And I don't know if this offends you. Believe me, it's not my uh, my intention. Um but a lot of people, you know, on the subject of sleep number, Dak Prescott, a very famous uh, sleep number advocate himself. A lot of people are saying that Dak Prescott is now Tony Romo. That really bothers me. It really upsets me. Uh, but just I'm sure you've seen the tweets and the memes and the things. Their playoff records are identical. And now people are saying that that they're just kind of stuck in the same way or rather that Dak is stuck in the same way that Romo was. I've long said, you know, it's unfortunate that you guys couldn't get it done, obviously. But Romo had help. He had you. He had Jason Witten, right? <laughs> like he had. T.O., you know, early on, like it's people, people make it too much about the quarterback sometimes. Do, do you feel like that is fair to say Dak is, is in this territory that Tony was uh, throughout his career? I think you can't compare the two players or two different players. Romo was a phenomenal player. Dak is a phenomenal player as well. But one thing you can tag to both of them is turn the football over. Uh, you know, I'm a very honest guy. And when the big games happen, they turn the football over. If we don't turn the football over, they would probably go down, and Romo would probably go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play, especially if he would have won a Super Bowl, right? And the same thing with that. He would have sort of broke that streak without turning the football over. I know that, you know, they would have beat San Fran in that game and would probably beat the next team, too, and been in the freaking playoffs. So, and they're probably in the Super Bowl. So, you know, I'm still a little salty about that, but if we don't turn the football over, we'll be right where we need to be. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. I agree with you. I mean, one of the bigger points in the the playoff loss was the interception at the end of the first half. Looked like the Cowboys were driving. San Francisco gets the ball. They go get a field goal. That was a big swing in the game. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, it's a um, it's a tough time. Obviously, when this happens, it's it's hard for Cowboys fans to watch the Super Bowl. I'm sure it's not easy for you to watch the the Eagles be in the Super Bowl. Um, mm. I, 
I loved when you did hit free agency in 2014, how you were like, I'm not going to go there. So first of all, respect. But um, mm-hmm. who, who are you picking to win this game? Philly, Kansas City, where's your heart? I got to go with, with Kansas City because I feel like they're still a Dallas team. They split from Dallas in 19-something, and they, you know, they're in Kansas City, but they're still a Dallas-led team. That's the way I feel. Um, I, I can't. I can't go for Philly. I can't go with fly Eagles fly. I've heard that so many times with those touchdowns that scored on us in that cannon and heard that, you know, whatever that song that they sung, it's not going to come out of my mouth. I can't go with Philly. I, I got to go with Casey. Um, my last question. I heard Miles Sanders say on Super Bowl opening night that the best or most formidable trash talker that he's encountered is Demarcus Lawrence. Um, so <laughs> what, what, who, who did you have the most contentious relationship with, with regards to playing the Eagle specifically? What, what Eagle were you just like, I don't know, maybe it was trash talk or just physical violence. Like who, who, who on the Eagles teams in your time, you played many games against Philly, uh, really kind of sticks out in your memory. Um, I guess the Eagles, um, I'm trying to think about, um, who was the biggest track, you know what, probably Sean Andrews. A lot of people don't remember Sean Andrews, but he was a phenomenal player. And he used to crush people in the trenches, but he talked so much trash and he backed it up. He was like a, a Larry Allen, right? So, um, you know, he talked a lot of trash. I didn't have, have to go against him that much, uh, but he uh, was one of those dudes that really got under my skin. Mm. Uh, Demarcus Ware, I hope your skin is comfortable. It's at the right temperature uh, on your sleep number bed. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Like I said, I'm getting that Ware jersey with the Hall of Fame patch. Every every single Cowboys fan, every single football fan rooting for you uh, in the next day and a half. So Demarcus, best of luck. Uh, I hope to speak to you again uh, with a particular designation in front of your name. Uh, be well and enjoy the rest of the week. All right. Thank you so much.